You're listening to 15 Minutes to Freedom with Ryan Nidell, the no-filter, no-BS show dedicated to your expansion in business, body, and relationships. Sit up, listen up, and let's go. This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is How to Maximize Your Mind. So in my opinion, there's so much shit that we get bombarded with every day. News on television, bad shit on the radio, traffic jams, all the time. There's just always shit. There's always stuff, right? As you're listening to this right now, odds are there's there's energy and frequencies and there's things hitting you right now that drive you fucking crazy. At least if you're anything like me. Social media. Think about how much time you spend on social media. You probably found this podcast based off you scrolling on social media. And all the time that we waste watching other people's lives instead of living our own. And now I'm not encouraging you to stop using social media. I'm not encouraging you to, to go you know, live in the woods by yourself. I'm simply saying the fact that we get bombarded daily with external forces, right? Cell phone rings, texts come in, kids start crying, blah, blah, blah. It's, it's literally fucking endless. There's always something going on. So what? What does all this matter? Why, does it, why am I even bringing this up, you know? I'm bringing it up because for me, I need you to to challenge yourself to expand your thinking for just one moment. Just just a second. We're used to all these things, right? The way that we live our life today is as normal. You know, the computer that you could be looking at right now, the phone in your hand, the TV playing in the background, the kids complaining that you're at the gym listening to this, maybe when you're working out and all the stuff that goes on, there's just a consistent bombardment of shit. I challenge you just for one moment to consider a different opportunity. Again, I'm not suggesting that you give up social media or walk past a television and never buy one. I just want to push your mind outside the current confines that it exists in. So I believe that there's universal oneness. Now, this isn't to get all new age and hippie on you. This is just generally how I feel. In the universal oneness, whether it's God, whether it's Buddha, whether it's a unicorn princess that you pray to, I don't really care what it is. From my very base level understanding of all religion, there's one ultimate God that life has been derived from. So then we could say, in theory, in my mind, that there's a universal oneness. Because if God created everything, whatever your God is, then that God would be in all of us. Right? So as as God is in each and every one of us, or there's something inside of every one of us, then that would mean, in theory, that we're all connected. Okay, so when I'm processing through this, all the all the stuff that goes on in the world, that we're all connected in some sort of unique capacity. Okay, but as as we're connected, what are we connected to? I don't know what the percentage of our human brain that we use, but it's certainly not all of it. What ten percent of the human brain we use, something like that. So with that ten percent usage, how's the other ninety percent being utilized? Is it just meant to carry around with us? Is it meant to tap into? What's the meaning of that? And over the past eight months to a year, maybe even longer, I've started to, to unwind some of this, um, the confines that we are created or have been created for us in society. I go all the way back to as we start our, our elementary years in school. You're told to stand in line. You're told to not speak up unless spoken to. You're told to not have any confrontation with anybody. It's a very structured organization, a very structured way of living to ensure the fact that you're not ever painting outside the lines. And from that, that continues for the next, really, 18 years of your life. Maybe as many as 22 by the time you graduate college and do all that stuff. And you see the number of kids that go off the rails, much like myself, when you get to college and things go left instead of right because you're no longer in these social confines. You're able to start making your own decisions. 
So in all these confines, all these things that exist in the world, we just accept that this is the way that we have to think, right? I mean, you were, it's been indoctrinated into us for quite some time that, you know, left is left and right is right. And I'm not necessarily saying that that's not true, but what I'm saying is, have you challenged that thought process? Are you willing to consider there's a different opportunity in the world? So for me, when I start looking at energies and frequencies and universal law, if you will, to the very base level that I understand it, and I'm by no means a practitioner, I'm an interested student of this craft. So that if everything is made of matter, and matter consists of protons and neutrons and electrons and has a a charge, it means the things inside of it are moving around, they're vibrating, which then by the nature of that creates a frequency. This frequency then, everything in the world has a frequency. Everything, you could take an electrometer and measure the frequency of everything in your life. And different things from the blackboard that's on my wall to the phone that's in my hand to the seat that I'm sitting in is emitting some sort of frequency. And what I found is I've started to test this in my own life, that in the morning when I come up out of a basically theta state as a brainwave state that doesn't bounce everywhere, that's very calm and stable, you know, that, that theta state is essentially where your REM sleep comes from. It's the most peaceful, thought-provoking sleep that you have. So in this REM state, you come out of it, and the first thing that most of us do is what? Turn off your alarm clock, grab your phone, start checking emails, start texting. You do something that externally involves electronics. It, it, so that there's now this new bombardment of frequency coming into your life. And that then starts to alter the way that your uh, kinesthetic uh, radiation transpires into the world, emits into the world, in my opinion. So what I've done over the past, now gosh, it's almost been two weeks since I've started this, is I made a conscious decision that when I wake up in the morning, it's still dark outside, there's still not that energy coming from outside the house into the home. I wake up without picking up my phone, without doing anything, I start to meditate. You know, I get up and I use a restroom and all these things, but as far as I'm not using the technology and electricity that I typically would use to do these, to do these things. So then I, I get out of my room, get out of the bedroom, go downstairs, sit in my office, lights off, and I meditate. And the nature of my meditation has been so much more intense without having the bombardment of frequencies. There, there's no electromagnetic radiation hitting me. There's nothing there. My computer's not open. My phone's not on. I haven't done anything to alter the brain waves that are coming out of theta. I know all this stuff sounds crazy. Admittedly, when I started looking at the law of attraction years ago, when I had practitioners of, of all these things start sharing with me, I'm like, man, these fucking people are nuts. You know, it's so intense. Like, how could this be possible? But then I start thinking about it scientifically and how the fuck is it not possible? How is it not possible with the way that my mind is wired is capable of expanding and achieving more if I put more positive frequencies into it? So much so that I start um, paying attention to and studying binary frequencies. So these binary frequencies are different frequencies from the left side of your brain to the right side of the brain entering through the ear. And what those two different frequencies do is your brain levels them out and creates some sort of um, basically hurts a, 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 a mission in between your ears. And it almost sounds like the music or sound you're listening to is coming from inside your head. It's no longer coming from outside the world. So as this goes on and you start really dialing into what this looks like and what this means, it's revolutionary to me. It almost it almost doesn't make sense. Where we in the warrior world or the belief system that I now have, when I'm into that true deep theta meditation where I'm not asleep but I am present, I'm able to connect with something that I call the voice. And the voice could be your intuition, your voice could be God, your voice could be Buddha, or the unicorn prince. I don't care who it is. This is not a religious conversation. This is a conversation on how I feel that the world works and what I'm challenging you to consider. 
So I get into that theta state and I'm meditating and things are going well. And I almost feel a, a transmission of energy, a transmission of message coming through me that I'm able to then immediately stop meditating and journal down. I'm able to make decisions based off that journaling. I'm able to make alterations to my future based off what was transmitted through me. Now what will even trip you out more, or what at least trip me out more, is what happens when I'm having the same thought that my fiance is having while she's asleep. Well, we can wake up and have a conversation about something that we both were thinking about. So the thoughts that are in your head, how do they get there? What made the thoughts show up? Then even more so, have you ever thought about something so intently that eventually showed up where I'll say that thoughts become things, both good and bad? You focus all day long on being late. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. What happens? You're always late that day. You don't stop and breathe for five minutes and start imagining yourself and picturing yourself being on time or early. What about the, the acceptance of money? What about the, the relationship you wanted? What about all these things that we're always focused on the negative, but you're focused on the negative in my opinion because you're bombarded with these frequencies that are offsetting what is supposed to happen. If you want to completely recalibrate the way that you feel, take off your shoes and go walk around in nature for an hour. You think you, I don't know if you're anything like me, but when you go to the beach and you're walking in the sand, and I don't admittedly love to walk in the sand, I don't love to be hot and, and uncomfortable, but when I'm walking in the sand and there's not screaming kids around and just me and the water and the sand on my feet and I don't have my fucking phone with me and it's just that, throw in some fiance, throw in Lindsay in there, and the world is perfect to me. I feel no stress. I feel no angst. It's just being present in the moment. So in this universal oneness that I'm discussing, in this maximizing your mind, I start really looking at what are the energy sucks that I have around me all day long? What are the things that are knocking off my internal frequency? You know, positive people make me happy. When I'm positive, I feel better. Well, the frequency that I'm emitting when I'm happy is much different than the frequency I'm emitting when I'm mad. If you don't believe me, grab two mason jars and fill them up with white rice. Put them in two different ends of your bathroom. One morning, every morning, get up and say to one jar of rice, negative things. Whatever the worst shit is you can come up with, say to that jar of rice. Get right up into the jar of rice and fucking scream it into it. The other jar of rice, say positive stuff to. Every day, same way. I will guarantee you after 35 days time period, the white rice that you spoke negatively to will be black. There is a physical palpable change to that happening. It's incredible. But we have been told that this is lunacy, that this isn't the way the world works. It's not truly scientific. It's not, this is what hippies think. This is what weirdos think. That's what I always thought. They start looking at someone like Tony Robbins or, or Jim Rowe or any of the people that have, I'll say, molded this industry of, you know, the self-help and the, you know, changing the world. They start looking, they were wired differently. Or were they just wired for themselves? Were they just in tune to what needed to happen in their own life? You know, it's, it's a chicken or egg situation where I'm guessing as you're listening to this, you're either thinking one of two things. This guy's fucking nuts or there's something here. I want to know more. Because the guys that think I'm fucking nuts is I know there's a bunch of you out there. Great. Congratulations. Go on another episode or go fuck yourself. I don't really care. It's not for you. For the handful of people that listen to this episode and like, man, I want to know a little bit more. There's a shitload of resources out there about all of this and how it works. Go to Google and type in Buddhist monks that have meditated themselves into the afterlife where their physical body is not sick, ill, or injured, and they can tell you almost to the date and time they're going to die, and they meditate out. They don't even, you don't even see them take their last breaths. There's countless things like this. So this universal oneness and opposites attract and all this, I don't necessarily believe that opposites attract. I think that like energy forces end up finding each other. As people come in and out of our lives and we bounce around and we look for different things, what makes that happen? 
It's a quality of person, but is the quality of person really the quality of the person, the quality of energy that they emit? So you're drawn to the things that you wish to have, your wish to emulate. So that's why you see, you know, whatever the people are, take the most successful people you know, they probably are hanging out with the other most successful people that you know. And the pieces of shit that we all know, they all hang out together. And very rarely do you have someone that wants to keep climbing the fucking ladder and getting higher and higher and higher and learning more and more and more and expanding over and over again. But that's my quest. Because I don't know half of what I need to know or want to know, but I know more than I did yesterday. And so as I keep forcing myself to expand my mind, I'm left with this almost emptiness of curiosity of like, man, the whole fucking way I've lived for the first 33 years of my life, I think might be a sham. I don't think the world works the way that maybe everybody else does. If universal oneness works and law of attraction works and any of this shit works the way that I think it does, the way that I'm proving through my meditation by not having external frequencies, then we're on a collision course for disaster as a society. And we're seeing that consistently with the increased gun violence, with the increased drug usage, with the sedation that's happening almost everywhere. Why is that happening? Why is it so much more prevalent right now? I'll tell you why I think. I think it's because there's fucking external shit that's bombarding all of us all day long that we don't even, we, we can't even calculate what this is doing to us long term. I'm not talking cancer. I'm not talking debilitating illnesses. I'm talking the physical way that you think and act on a day-to-day basis is being eliminated from what it should originally have been. So what do we do about that? What does this all mean? So I'm going to challenge you, the handful of you listening to this that think, man, that, there might be something here, is do a little research. Do a little test for yourself. See how strange it feels to not pick up your phone when you get out of bed. See how many days in a row it takes to break that habit. See how much better you feel if you don't turn on the TV, if you don't pick up your phone. If you sit quietly, if you walk around in your backyard before the sun comes up in bare feet. Just try it for 30 days. Drop me an email, Ryan at GSD Media Group. Let me know how it goes. Let me know how you feel. Let me know if you have some resources for me. I'd love to hear them. Because to me, there's so much more to all of this life than meets the eye, and it's such a finite amount of time. You know, there's our mindset in that 85 years is minimal. Whether you believe in reincarnation or a higher power, you go up to heaven, or whatever the things are you believe in, this, this is, as every religion says, there's an afterlife, there's an eternity, there's something you get to. But what if that eternity is just your energy emission? And that energy continues from life to life to life. So guys, I challenge you again, Make some different decisions, leave some technology off, get centered with yourself, get centered with your frequency, and stay away from bad people. It makes it pretty easy. Thanks for listening. Remember, above all else, every day requires action. It takes one step in front of the other to get to where you want to get to, no matter how long that road. So because of that, every day, you have to get shit done. Thanks for listening to this episode of 15 Minutes to Freedom with Ryan Nidell. Do Ryan a favor and share this with others in your life that need to hear it. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. For more content just like this, head over to ryanneidell.com. That's R-Y-A-N-N-I-D-D-E-L.com.